Hey! Episode 73. 73. Anything you know, cool? You know. Anything cool about 73? I love the I love the number. That's is that the one you said you loved? No, is that the number? 71 was the one I said oh, I loved, but okay. 73 is a close second. And then like 713, <laughs> 731. This is, this is the weirdest thing to me. It's, it's really still- those three numbers I think are really great. Seven, one, and three. I think they all I think from a if from like a design standpoint, like back in the day when I first like was getting into design and stuff, it was a wow, we really just kind of jumped into something. Uh yeah, we jumped into something wild. Uh, just really quick though, like when I first got into this, you know, the big thing, you remember those days, the good, the big thing was like getting like packs of Photoshop brushes. Oh yeah. Like grunge textures. Oh, I, I, like Dave made a bunch of that shit. Bro, I have, I have thousands of them still. Dave made a bunch of that shit, uh, back in the day. And, uh, it's interesting because, uh, it, back, at the time i rejected i i use it but i also talked so much shit like mm. this this makes everybody feel like they can be a designer just but like i still i still talk like that you know i still talk like i'm above other people but uh <laughs> but uh um i you don't even know where you're going with that you lost your train. Oh no! Of yeah, yeah, yeah. So back in the day, it was <laughs> it was cool to you know just like have random shit. So you know you would get like the brushes, and you would just have like random shit. And it was like cool to like oh there was just like random numbers or random letters or like a yeah. thing that looks like a password or you know some a row of slashes or some stupid shit that makes no sense. Yeah. And uh, I would always use like seventy one or seventy three or so. That's what I was getting at. It was like th- that was my go to because from a design standpoint, one, three, and seven are fun to work with and they work together well. So <laughs> dork. I can, dork I can, alert. no, no, I can, I can relate to an extent. Uh, so graffiti, uh, it's the same way. There are certain letters that are just so yeah. fun to to draw and like ease for whatever reason. Ease, you know, wise. S's, you know, these are like, these are just fun ass words uh, or letters to draw. You can do so much with them, especially an E. E just has so much shit going on. Real talk, when I, if I'm judging a font, like if somebody says, what do you think of this font? Uh, The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Nah, I mean, that's fine. Uh, For me, it's the R. The R, in my opinion, is the most important letter in any font. As far as the whole vibe, I feel like the R sets the tone for the vibe. I think that's one reason it's easy to hate on like Ariel as like a knockoff version of Helvetica or, you know, whatever the, you know, the hip sans serif font of the day is. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at the R, the capital R specifically in Ariel, you all you need to know, the R says everything you need to know. The about weirdest. how shitty of a designer uh, 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 worked on that shit. So fuck. What that if they designer. just went back and just did the R, like redid the R? Would it be fine then? There's a lot more about the font that's really <laughs> sloppy. But I'm saying the R sets the tone. It says, "Oh, this is what I'm getting." Speaking of sloppy, that was I. That, I can't tone. believe I just talked that deeply and that long about that. No, we did. We did three minutes on uh, bullshit fonts. Cool. No, yeah. If, if, if I was a new listener, coming to the first three minutes is about <laughs> fonts <laughs> that ends in a discussion about Arial. Uh, bounce uh, rate. Bounce rate. Out, up the, out the, out the door. Out, out the window. Up you know, I'm, the I'm, 
I'm assuming that we got some of that last week. I didn't really look at the metrics from last week, but uh, shout out to Joey Dub, my guy. Um, he hit me up and goes, "Hey man, I'm listening to 72, and I feel like I already heard this." I was like, "What? No, we just released. It. We just recorded it last night. It took me 72 episodes, but I finally did it. I uploaded the wrong file. I uploaded 71's finished product to the 72. <laughs> nice. So yeah, so it took it took me." It took me a while to do it, but I knew it was going to happen. It was, it's just like, it's one of those things I stress about every time and I like overly check and I, I didn't check clearly. I went in, it must have dropped me That's back funny. into the directory from the previous week. And I was like, Oh, file clicked it, uploaded that shit. Uh, so yeah, I fucked that up. Um, yeah, so we're looking for a time to pod today. And so I was trying to get my daughter down for a nap. My wife just had surgery, uh, on her knee. So, Again. yeah, bro, we're up to four. Um, but this is, we're, we're pretty hopeful this is the final Sucks. one, but trying to get my daughter, um, to turn down. And now she's laying in there with my wife, still, still helping me out, even when, uh, she's laid up. Um, and I was do. hitting you up like, Hey, man, uh, we can pod here shortly. Uh, but I have to take an emergency poop. I, I will say, I talked about that aloud with my wife when you sent that. Because yeah. I thought that was like, because you didn't say I have to take an emergency poop. You said emergency poop. There was no time to say ready. I have to take this. So then I said to Sierra, specific, I said directly, I said, uh, what does that mean? Does that mean he has an emergency poop? Does that mean Eloise pooped her pants? Does that mean Amy, who's laid up from surgery, needs help? <laughs> like, I was like, that leaves a lot to the imagination. Um, so it was, it, it was, was more, yeah, dude, it was, it was, uh, it was such an emergency that I didn't even have, I didn't have time for those additional letters and words. Like it, it just had, it had to be taken care of, but I felt that you I definitely you. added something to the, the thing though, very shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, what, then ready? Like, what do you, no, 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 I was because I, I I had the Trello board open, and you said emergency poop, then ready, and then just a couple minutes later, I saw at least one thing mm. add to the Trello board. With so that's the best time to add. That's things. when like you started having. That's when you started having time for letters and letters and sentences. Absolutely, but I feel like the older <laughs> I get, the like everything's an emergency poop. Like there's no such thing as like a planned poop. Like who has time for that? Nobody wakes up and goes, "Oh, I'm gonna do this thing. I'm gonna poop," and I'm like, "No, you either know you have to poop." And like, it's time, <laughs> it's time, or you don't have time to plan it. Like, I don't have time to plan poops. Who does that? I don't know. I, I envy people that wake up and they're like, oh, I'm going to have my morning coffee and then poop. I'm like, really? Because I have no idea. I don't know what coffee's going to do to me that day. It might just make my stomach hurt. It's not going to give me energy because caffeine doesn't do that anymore. I fall asleep at six regardless. <sighs> <laughs> I guess I have been really old. bad. I have been really bad about that this weekend. Uh, oh, I, I saw a was, new Sleepiest Dad post. Uh, dude, Sleepiest Dad came back from the grave in a hilarious way. I, that look on my face is so funny. <laughs> I watched it several times. Uh, I'm just, I can't imagine what it would have felt like if that massage gun actually hit my chin. <laughs> oh, it didn't? It I didn't. thought it actually, okay. Oh, man. I, I just thinking about, it, I just can't, I just, I would have been so mad. Uh, so if you haven't tuned in before to even know what this is, there's an Instagram account called the sleepiest dad, which is basically the chronicles of Colin falling asleep. Uh, and, he, uh, I actually have some, I think I have some screenshots, like 
on my phone of some really good ones. There's one where you have a bunch of like they've loaded you up with things, like things between your toes. <laughs> like oh, that yeah. one's my favorite. That's my favorite. Yeah. And so that's back. The the original photo that sparked all of that was well, not the account, but like the original time I could think of a photo taken of me sleeping where people fucked with me is uh there was a photo from I was at my uncle's house a couple of years ago and uh for Thanksgiving. So it was my mom's side of the family and my mom's side of the family, they like to get fucking plowed. <laughs> and we were out there just slamming beers and and deep frying turkeys. And uh I crashed out super early and I was on like a recliner chair and they just covered me with shit. Like just like tons of stuff. And then I all of my cousins and my family and my aunts and uncles all got around me and took a picture and I'm like right in the middle of it. It's somewhere on the sleepiest dad's account if you if you uh scroll through it. My wife uh uploaded it to that. So it's funny. You though. said you said sleepiest dad made it a uh came back with a vengeance. Uh do you think that's because you haven't been drinking? Nah, I still fall asleep uh a lot. Maybe it's just because par- partially I'm more boring, I I guess. I'm just like falling asleep like in like the same way every night on the couch i just get comfortable and we watch an episode of the boys and i get three quarters of the way through it and i'm just you know she could make the same photo every night and uh but um have you just accepted that they're gonna fuck with you like do you yeah, know oh that? yeah oh yeah i can't help it that's the thing like like i can't help like as soon as i sit in any sort of relaxing position at the end of the night my body is just so exhausted from the stress of the day that it's just like starts shouting you know just like just somebody's walking down flipping the lights down down the fucking row i think uh it is interesting that so if i like if i try to watch a movie a show anything and it's like six or later I'm falling out. I'm done. But when I come upstairs to play video games, 100% good. I'll go till 3, 4 in the morning. No problem. I oh, guess it's I could definitely, I could, if, if, if I'm really tired, I could still definitely play video games until 1 or 2 in the morning. That's why my eyes start why crying is that? out. I don't know. Cause you're just turning your brain on. It's like you're, it's like your brain's doing drugs. It's just like taking in data. It's just like, fuck yeah. Oh yeah. More. <laughs> So it continues to power your body as much as your body doesn't want it to. Mm. I'm just personifying everything tonight. Like it's like I'm a fucking big flesh suit running <laughs> by some stupid little alien like in Men in Black. I used to love the little guy inside the big guy. That Hilarious. little alien. That's He's what the I was cutest describing. One. He's so cute. Uh, anyway, so you're still fucking <laughs> crushing the NA beers. I know you got your your got a beer in your hand right now right yeah this is this is bush this, i had one of these it's a bush na and it tastes like bush a uh and um that was supposed to be funny and it wasn't uh and then i have athletic run wild which is what i thought was the only good <laughs> naipa until i wish i had more but on friday i had Sammy Adams uh came out with it's called Just the Haze non-alcoholic hazy hazy juicy IPA and 
It is fantastic. <laughs> New favorite? Uh, I, I, this athletic's still pretty good, but it might be. Uh, and it, 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 cause they got, the thing is, is they got the viscosity right. Oh, and it's God. funny. It's funny that that's, cause I, I, that's, there's no other way to describe it. Cause that's literally how you describe it when you're talking about beer. Uh, like that's literally the term you're supposed to use. And it's so, so funny that we talked about that last week. Uh, but they got that right. And that's a thing that NA beers have not got right is Mm -hmm. it doesn't have the same mouthfeel. You know, it doesn't feel as thick. And uh it Sam Adams, I know it's probably just like beer flavored uh that they beer flavoring they drop into seltzer water or something shit like that. It's probably that makes it just some magic because they're a huge corporation. But uh some magic chemicals. But they got it right and it tastes good. So nice. And it's cheap as fuck. Have you? Is it possible? This could be a stupid question. Is it possible to get a hangover from NA beer? I'm sure, but the the thing is, is like with the NA beer, uh, it's so it's up to 0.5 percent alcohol, you know, mm. and that is just as much as that's no more than you find in like a regular kombucha, okay, mm. and um, so. That just to put it in context, they just have to say it because it's a beer. It has to say it on there. And, um, I read that. So it's easy to think, Oh, I'll just drink a ton of them and I could still get a little bit drunk or whatever. But the body metabolizes alcohol in a way, in such a way that you would have to drink 8.5% beers in five minutes. To get the alcohol effects of one regular ass beer, five minutes, eight of them. Mm. I would puke before I w- would be able to eat to drink eight of them. So we, we should try it. <laughs> Can well, Colin get drunk? Yeah. I'm trying not to do that. I'm trying well, not to get purposely drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like that's just a challenge waiting to happen. <laughs> the NA challenge. Uh, perfect. That's a t- that's a new TikTok thing. Did you not say last week that you're going to be famous by this week? If God you had started, if you had started the NA challenge and was just like pounding NA beers with the attempts to get drunk, and you were throwing <laughs> up, can dude, I can I get drunk on NA beers without throwing up? Yes, is a there funny is. hook. Is That's what I'm hook. saying. That's funny as hell. Yeah. See, <laughs> I and I even said I said last week I said I want to help you. Look, oh, I feel like man. I just did it. I feel oh, like I just man. took your idea and. uh you cranked it up a little bit and boom, now we got it. Oh man, that's really funny. Uh, but I anything. don't like puking. That's the problem. And I know I would. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's like those people who like try to chug a gallon of milk because your body can only fucking ingest so much milk too until that shit comes fountaining back out. Yeah. But anything can be popular on TikTok, man. I'm telling you, it just, uh, we just got to do it. Uh, I saw on your Instagram though that. You got a new pedal, and I wanted to ask about this because you mentioned like you. Okay, so you'll have to say who built it and what it is, and then explain. Was it? It came blank. There was no design. So you put the design on there. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about this because I had so much fun. This has been, you know, it's been one of the most stressful times of my life right now for the last few months. It's been, Mm. you know, you know, shit is, is good, but shit has been rough, and uh. 
so there's these been be these bright spots, you know, human law releasing some records is a bright spot. Maranatha, dude, we're going to be recording drums next weekend for three or four new songs. Nice. So I'm very stoked about that. Uh, you know, so there's, you know, there's these, these bright spots, you know, getting to, you know, start. I, I like Sierra and I are having a great time watching the boys together. These little things that are just like fun. Yeah. Well, my, my buddy Sean, uh, he and I used to work together at Ology. Uh, he is a designer, really good designer. He and I've collaborated once before on a poster, uh, for an explosions in the sky show here in Columbus. Like this was like 10 years ago. And, uh, and cause he had like a screen printing, uh, poster business on the side. Anyway, he and I text every once in a while and, uh, just catching up. We're always stayed friends. Uh, he, he actually lives out in Arizona somewhere now. Um, but, uh, he texted me and was talking about how he was getting into building pedals, uh, to, and having a lot of fun with it. And he goes, so, I've been wanting to build the Kurt Ballou, uh, the GCI, uh, Brutalist Jr. Cause that's the one that Kurt Ballou, it's the PCB that's his business card. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember that? I think we talked about that. Yeah. We talked about uh, it. And, uh, yeah. So it's a business card that's a PCB for like the motherboard for this, this, uh, pedal. So he goes, I've been wanting to make one of these. So I think, what if I just make one and I send it to you? And if it doesn't work, then you can try and fix it. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I was like, uh yes uh yes and so literally two weeks later it's at my door and it's blank and i'm dialing it in i'm playing around with it it was pretty cool too because he sent it with a clear bottom so like i flipped it over and you could see like his handiwork and the business card it was really cool but then with like the metal bottom for when i put velcro on it and stuff but um i played with it for a couple hours uh the next day and really dialed it in and it's really it's a really great pedal it's it's that's the funny thing is like it's exactly the sound i've been looking for because i've been taking the hm2 out but i've been wanting something that has that type of color or like at least that air like just something that is clear but adds that kind of harshness to it this definitely sounds like produced by kurt blue like it sounds like his guitar tones in general like his style of of guitar tones and uh but like with the seven string it sounds like really fat and like really like big and then with the baritone it brings out like a fuzzier sound and then with the esp it's like hard as hell harsh hardcore this kind of sound and it's just so great i absolutely love it so i designed artwork for it yesterday morning yeah i'll show you what i'm what i'm most what i'm most curious about is how did you excuse me how did you get it on there because it looks like it was transferred did you do some kind of transfer like print it out backwards and like no so i looked into this i was trying to think uh what's the easiest way to do something I get this out like where I, it's like screen printing. It, I want it to look like it was screen printed basically. Right. And so there's this new thing in crafting called a cricket machine. Uh, is it a cricket or a circuit? I don't know why I thought it was. I know, I know what it is though. It, it's, it looks like it's pronounced cry cut, but it's pronounced cricket. Okay. And, uh, and it basically, you know, it's just like a, 
a vinyl cutter, a cutter. And so this is clear sticker paper for inkjet printers. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, there's no way this is going to look crisp or anything like that. And I, and so then I, but I obviously don't have a $300 cricket machine, but I looked into it and it's it's just sticker paper. So I just cut it with a exacto knife shittily. And, uh, it was really hard to work with. If maybe if I had a, a nicer knife, uh, it would have been easier, but it was really hard to work with. But, uh, put that on there. Now I couldn't get it to print crisp and black. And so I was trying a different mode where it layers up the black and the color mm-hmm. and then something fucked up and it was running out of the color, I guess. And then it didn't do the black at all. And it put on just a, a couple really hard passes of like a orange into magenta and total fuck up, but it looked crystal or crystal clear. And yeah. I looked at it and I was like, that's actually pretty cool. And like right where it laid on it and everything. And I laid it on top of the thing before I even cut it out. I just laid it on top of the thing and I was like, yeah, that looks sweet. So I cut it out, put it on there. I had to take the knobs off and stuff like that to get it to right, line right, up right. right. And actually covered up some of the shitty cutting. Um, but I am shocked with how clear that uh, sticker is. Because it is just one big piece. I'm not cutting around so, stuff. Yeah. So did you put another piece of the clear film over top of it so that any water won't? Like, well, what's going to happen if it gets wet? I don't know. So I I, I, was, I licked my finger and just did like a little test on like one of the edges. And it doesn't seem to be doing anything. It's a really... Would, I'm going to... to, to probably spray it with something at least because yeah. um, I have a couple like clear coat things I could put on there but um, yeah very uh, very impressed with, with how good it looks it was very fun that's awesome I felt very accomplished yesterday when I did that I yeah it looked great I, I was so I was so like how the fuck did he do that I, I couldn't figure it out I first I thought maybe you printed used inkjet printer because I saw in your post you said happy accident from like the printer running out of ink or something so I thought maybe you printed on paper backwards and then quickly turned it over, lined it up, and then used water yeah. to like transfer it or something. I, I don't know what the fuck happened, but hey, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'm 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 really happy with it. <laughs> and uh the other cool thing about that was the design of it was on the fly. Like I yeah. I I specifically said, I'm gonna do this like just I'm gonna do it without thinking, just my style, my vibe. The first thing that comes out, I'm not going to overthink this or like turn it into like a project. I just want to see what comes out, and it felt so good. It, I, I I was very happy with it. Yeah, very positive. Great, you should. Um, so I'm back to like just arguing on the internet with everybody. I see it, man. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. It's like I'm so hungry for answers to things myself. I go out and research these things. And then I see somebody say something stupid and I'm like, Hey, that's stupid. And here's why. And then they want to argue about it. I'm like, did you do any research? Cause like, I've been looking into this for two straight fucking days. Um, this isn't, here's an example. Like here's something that drives me nuts that people just reactively do or say that they could just look on the internet and be cool with and, and understand. Have you seen this Texas like fake snow conspiracy thing? I've, I've only heard about it. I haven't looked into it at all. The first thing I saw was like a a viral video of some 
I can only assume from the voice that she's like, you know, mid to mid to late forties or early fifties. And she's like trying to basically burn a very compact piece of snow and talking about how like, look at this snow doesn't burn like this. Like it's not even melting. It's just burning. It's there's plastic mixed in with this or metal. And, and like, I I had I watched it like two or three times because I was like, is this is this fucking fake? Like, did did nobody ever literally learn about igloos and like why this is a thing? Uh, but regardless, like that that's just one thing. I didn't even bother to like, I didn't even bother there because you had a bunch of people from Texas who have probably some of them never seen snow in their entire lives, and yeah. I assume that most of these videos are from fucking Texas. Uh, you had people recreating it all over TikTok, you know, taking snowballs and setting them there and trying to burn it and like being amazed and it just it's crazy to me that people were like burnt like trying it and then uploading it to tiktok but never using that same device to just look up can you melt snow with fire yeah it's very funny because it's also like i i just love hearing all the stories i i i obviously feel for people who who struggled really hard in this and it did disproportionately affect a lot of people who didn't have the resources or infrastructure to help and didn't obviously have the leadership to help either. And, um, but, uh, these fuckers who have spent their whole, these militia fucking doomsday prepper guys who are ready for fucking everything except Except snow snow and ice. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking funny to me. It's it's like yeah. fuck off, get out of here. About those people specifically, yeah, I totally agree. Uh it does suck. And this is actually part of why I was like I went down this whole rabbit hole of like energy and gas and all this like research I was doing on the EIA website was because uh I was just curious, like, okay, Texas is big as fuck, right? It's like the second most populated state or something like that. Uh I I wanted to figure out like how how this was like crippling them from a energy you know standpoint because you know they didn't have like people didn't have power for fucking ever. Mm-hmm. And I went down this whole like rabbit hole um and just to paraphrase some things like they they actually consume much more power. Like on the consumption side not only do they generate, I think they're like top 1 or 2 uh for states for like generation of power, but yeah. they're also the top one or two states for consumption of power as where like people like California per capita, like Texas uses way fucking more. And I don't know why that is. And then out in California, another interesting fact was that like uh, Californians pay substantially higher premiums on energy. And it makes me wonder like if people, if there was something to regulate that and make it so people paid roughly the same throughout the country, or we had premium times or, you know, the same type of thing that wasn't so privatized. Would people actually consume less? Because that's kind of what's going on in California, right? Is like, you've got, it costs more. Granted, the people probably make more out there, but they're also consuming less. You think that's like a people thing or a money well, thing? Well, I think, well, part of it, it, you know, I actually think the issue in California is over-regulation not under regulation. I think that's why prices are so high is because there's so many hoops to jump through. There's and so and there's so many more people involved, so many more employed people, there's so much more bureaucracy. There like Bill Maher has a thing on his show uh that's his 
uh, uh, days he's been waiting to turn on his solar, like solar power. Yeah. And he's been waiting 1,103 days now to be able to turn it on and has had like 11 inspections, has had all these people there, and it still hasn't happened. Like, that's why people are paying out the fucking ass is because of this, this bullshit. And because of that, people are using less of it because they're leaving California and going to Texas. That's the other thing. That's definitely part of it. Well, they're also coming to fucking Arizona. They, yeah. I only meet three different types of people out here. Either your ass was born here or you're from Arizona or uh, you're from California or you're from Ohio. That's like the only people <laughs> that live in this state. That's funny. Dead fucking serious. I went into a furniture store yesterday. Uh, uh, you, I, you don't, I don't know this, but you don't strike me as the type of person to purchase a lot of new furniture. <laughs> like you're all whoa, about like vintage. <laughs> you're about vintage. Whoa, whoa, I mean that whoa, from whoa, the You like vintage stuff. That is true. <laughs> that <laughs> I, I hear you. I understand what you're saying, and I understand why you would say that because I do like vintage things. I also do like fancy things and it doesn't have to be fancy what but i do like new things too is what i'm saying so it for me I, you walk around my house i got a couch that i found on the street that somebody probably was leaving there to grab somebody <laughs> to help bring them in and i grabbed it real quick or something i don't know that looks like you know fucking vintage you know like victorian style and then i got like a value city furniture looking ass square couch then i got a really nice room and board one that i got a fit the vintage one from the it's if the price is right and it tickles my fancy i'll buy it yeah i just your whole like steez and style like i feel like you like vintagey stuff uh and i just assume that like that's the type of you know, you've also told stories on here about finding finding things yeah. and shit. Answer before. to your you, question is answer to your question is no, I don't spend a lot of money on new furniture. But I'm not above or below doing that. <laughs> it's that's I know that probably came off like that, but that's not how I meant it. <laughs> I know. I'm just so with you. <laughs> you don't strike me as the type of person that would though. So if I were to say something like, Hey, have you heard of this furniture store called Scandinavian Designs? Like I would expect you to say no. But uh they sell a lot of like mid-century style shit. Yeah. They have like a, a contemporary section, a mid-century section, and then just kind of an in-between. N- nothing, nothing's traditional though, which is cool because I fucking hate traditional kind of style design. So I went in there for the first time <laughs> to the actual store, uh, and I walk in and they greet me and start talking to me. You know, I mentioned that we're maybe looking to buy just a couple things. We brought some stuff here from Ohio and it doesn't necessarily fit the vibe we're going for in the house. Uh, and that guy was from Ohio and I'm like, Oh yeah, that's funny because the only people I meet in Arizona are either from born and raised Arizona, Ohio, uh, or California. And his coworker goes, I'm from California. And I was like, well, that, (laughs) that proves my point. Like right here, we have the fucking trifecta. Uh, but yeah, then okay, Mister, I like to fucking buy furniture. Go look at Scandinavian designs. You the check funny, it out. the funny thing about this is, uh, so the, you assumed I wouldn't know what that store was because I'm a poor person who I'm just kidding. No, no I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I was uh, like, 
You assumed I wouldn't know what that store was because you assumed that I don't buy new furniture because I seem like a all vintage all the time kind of guy. Uh, which is funny and probably true. And, uh, because I don't spend a lot of money on new furniture. I'm just saying I'm not closed off to it. The funnier part of that to me, and I haven't heard of this Scandinavian <laughs> designs place, which is fun, makes it even funnier. But you, it, the other funny thing is that you would automatically assume that even though I am one, a designer and two, very Scandinavian. <laughs> it's just so I don't funny. know. I mean, I don't know about fucking English things, but that's funny. <clears throat> that's funny. I think I got some family from England. Uh, no, it's it's not that. Like I I don't know. Now you got me wanting to explain myself. I'm kidding. I want I, no, no. I could I could no, tell. Colin. Uh, I don't mean it from the perspective of even money. I just mean it from you're style. a no no. It, it's partially style. It's it's a whole thing about you. You're a you're a you know real drums and like real recordings uh, and uh, uh. A, like a purist. You know what I'm saying? Like. You are in a lot of things and even new things that fit your style. I would think that you would kind of like push them to the side or think second of them because they are new mm-hmm. versus they are a, a piece of real whatever. I, like, no, that's just, and, 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 and I, yes, you are correct. That, that is a, probably a really good assessment of it, uh, which it can tend to come across as elitism and I don't ever want it to, but it can come across that way. Uh, but it's funny because Sierra and I have argued about this, uh, when it comes to, you know, our taste in homes is up, is a major compromise. Like, because if, because she is like you guys, she likes this, that like shiny brand spanking new, everything, everything's real clean and designed like really nice modern design and shit like that, which is cool, you know? I'm all, I'm all about like, let's find the, the weirdest, most character filled house from 1947 in Clintonville. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the house we live in is a mid century split level, but it was all the work we've had to do to it has been like just updating, uh, aesthetics, not like having to knock down a wall. Yeah. So. We compromise and we find we found what we liked, but it that is just something that comes up because she likes things that are like brand new and and you know and and I'm a real character kind of guy. Yeah, so you are correct. It uh it's like that with us too. Um you know, she tends to value certain things in a home that I don't. Uh it, and that's both cosmetically and foundationally, and I tend mm-hmm. to value certain things that she don't really care about. Like you know, I want a porch. Like I just do. I want a porch. I value having a porch because yeah. I always thought that like, oh, this would be great. I'm going to sit out here and drink my morning coffee. Now, do I actually do that? Not really. And that is situational based on I basically wake up at fucking 627 and I'm on working at 630. Like that's just, that's my life now. So I don't, I don't get up at 5:30 to go downstairs and casually drink coffee. Right. And that's probably because I stayed up till 4 playing video games. Dude, my life is my life's a a, a moving target right now. I don't oh, know I've what got I'm doing. flipped turned upside down. I'd like to take a second just say right <laughs> now, we're not going to we're not going to do the whole thing. Uh I sent you a meme earlier today uh that was like Biden as Indiana Jones like swapping out the artifact 
the uh, initial artifact was obviously the stimulus check, and the new artifact was a bomb. And I'm so conflicted. I'm so conflicted. Like, it shouldn't be one or the other, but what's your, first of all, what's your take on what's going on right now? Every, it, 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 it should have been Bernie. That's my take. Sorry. Everybody who thinks that Bernie would bring fucking communism, that's, I, that's untrue, but I'll tell you what, wouldn't be just going back to status quo. I'll tell you that much. And, you know, yeah, the Trump, it's, it's good that Trump's out of there. Uh, but, it, you know, those of us, there's a lot of us on the left who have been saying this from the beginning. That it's going to be Biden. And it's a bad mistake because it's just, it's going back to establishment rule. It's doing, it's just taking the volleyball back from the Republicans who still, even though Trump's been a really loud mouth on the, on the front end, they've still been doing their sinister shit behind the doors. Now it's just the Democrats turn to do their sinister shit. And this fucker, you know, showed already that, it, that, that blowing promises and bombing other countries to, to flex, I don't know, uh, uh, is more important than crises at home. No, no better than Ted Cruz going to Cancun. No, better. that's true. I think the problem that, uh, the problem that is usually the case is people have never been president. They've never had this chance to be behind this particular closed door. That's typically the case, obviously not, not the case here. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, typically people make these promises and it almost feels like a lot of times they really believe them. They're like, no, I'm, I'm going to be the fucking president. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z because I'm the I'm the president. Mm -hmm. And then they get in there and they realize like, there's a lot more to it than just walking in and saying, I'm going to do this thing. And so then they get caught up in the bureaucratics of being the president and they get caught up in all the things it takes to make things happen. Mm -hmm. And then they can't do certain things. I would think that Biden would know this. So I don't know. It it feels different this time. It's it's shitty. I think every person out there that willing full or willingly like voted for him all said the same thing. It's not going to be much different, but it won't be Trump. At least we can like put a pause on the fucking things that he was enabling mm -hmm. while we sort this shit out. But I fully don't expect Biden to get a second term. Uh, it's also just like it's like it's not just like stimulus checks and things like that, which is, that's the other thing is like no problem bombing rushing that one through slipping past Congress. Yeah. But like, Oh, we got to sit and listen to them argue about nitpicky shit for weeks or months on end. Well, the reason is because they always want to put some shit in the stimulus pack. They want to get laws passed yeah, I, and things like that. They want to fast track this stuff. I was, I was yelling about this last night. I, 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 it's so frustrating to me and focus on the task at hand get the fucking check out the door and every single to argue about your other shit every single person could be the hero of their constituency if they all came together everyone both sides of congress and made a bill that was one paragraph that said straight up the the stimulus part of a of the of a recovery act you know, the, the, yeah. every, the, everybody gets this amount because if, as, as long as they're within this, whatever the rules are. 
pass it through the house, pass it through the Senate, sign it, get checks out the door tomorrow. Just do it. Yeah, but too ma- uh, everyone's worried about like getting their own so fucking bills stupid. and shit like that. Uh, yeah, it's fucking stupid. So the new pro- year, the other uh, pro- new war. Yeah, yeah, baby. Uh, new year, new war. Uh, uh, the other thing is, I a lot of people will say it's a return to the establishment, and I and I want to make it clear that I think the establishment never really went away. The the Republicans just had a figurehead that lied to an entire group of the of of the American populace about how much of an outsider he was when he was never an outsider. He's always been a really highly political and really highly tied in establishment elite. So he just happens to be a fucking loudmouth and a charlatan. So it's like it's like, nah, it, it, all we did was changed hands and uh it's it's but it's one of those things it's like you know we've spent four years like being super super nitpicky about somebody rightly so so it's your kind of your fault it's kind of your fault democrats that we're all going to be looking a lot closer now yeah uh let's just get off that yeah let's get off politics we always somehow get there i i'm gonna take us to uh this this initiative that I actually did, I, I gotta be honest, I didn't even know any of this was a thing, but like in 2015, the United Nations, like a bunch of people from the United Nations got together and created this thing called Global Goals, which is like, you know, eliminate hunger, uh, clean up the planet, in, uh, inequality, like things like that. And Samsung partnered with them. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about this um, until I got this new phone. So like my phone popped up and was like, hey, you know, do you want to enable this thing? And if you enable this thing, then while you're charging your device, you can actually earn money. And then you can choose, we'll donate that money to like whatever organization you want. And I was like, hold up, what the fuck is this? I actually thought it was spam at first. Like I thought it was some like, there was something on my phone that, you know. They're harvesting your energy and your uh, data. Kinda, kinda. A hundred percent. They're harvesting your CPU processes. Well, you're data. thinking you're thinking it's like uh, those apps you can install to or on go your on computers. Then. Go on then. Go on then. Go. I want. I, I'm already very, very skeptical. Yeah. Of this. Yeah. And and so I did some research before I turned it on. It's actually it's just the fact that it's displaying ads. They get ad revenue. That's all it is. And then I can donate the ad revenue. So it's a lot I, less malicious than you. I think. I find that highly dubious, but. Uh, Hey man, as Apple people often do about Android things, everybody thinks Android's the devil, but we're out uh, here innovating. No, 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 no. It had nothing to do with that. I wasn't even thinking about that at all because I, 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 I feel like the same shit happens. The same shit happens probably worse with my device. With every everything, every, I mean, I open my device with a scan of my eyeballs, it, you know, and so every single day I'm telling this thing, "Hi, master." So, <laughs> <laughs> wink. It's the first thing I look at when I open my eyes in the morning. Yeah. So if you got a Samsung, go do that shit. That's pretty tight. Um, the only obvious side effect is when you go to pick up your phone, it's got an add on. <laughs> it's, it's like a fucking, YouTube video. Yeah, you got to watch like, 30 seconds before you fucking use your no, phone. No, 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 no. You can just, you get right out of it. It's just the ads are just going while your shit's charging. It's just chilling over there, displaying ads. And then it shows you like, you know, 
it shows you like how much you've earned. Like I'm going to hold it up to the camera and show you right now. I pick up my phone and this is what's on there. It's, it's just an ad. Uh, and then it started to close and there's another ad. So let me open it and I'm going to go to the app real quick. Where's the app at? Uh, hold on. I obviously have a lot of fucking, um, apps open. I saw TikTok. I'm going to open it up and somewhere in here, there's a fucking dashboard that like shows me how much I've earned. I mean, come on. It's, it's a, I only looked at like two or three ads. And I've only got five cents. Ad revenue is shit. Oh, when yeah. I'm interacting with the ads, like when I'm clicking on them, I can literally wa- – I watched it go up. Like it was on zero. I was looking at the ad. I let it go. Nothing was coming through. I tapped on the ad. I saw it go up three cents. And I said, oh, shit. Like they must be getting ad revenue by displaying ads. I tap on the ad. They would get paid ad revenue. That's just typical huh. click click ads. Like that's – if I put ads on my website right now, that's exactly how they pay me. So what they did though is they're not they're they're saying that these ads were showing you you can opt out of them. We don't care. We don't care if you do anything. If you see them and you interact with them, we'll take the money we would have made, the 3 cents, the 5 cents, and we will give you that and you pick the charity it goes to. So again, I mean it's totally fucking cool. I'm sure they learned some shit. There's got to be something. I they, get it. There's got to be they, something. They're they're taking something else behind the scenes. Something yeah, it's the fucking it's the uh good look. It's a good look. It's a PR move. I I on the on the on the face of it, it's a PR. I I I'm telling you, man, there's there's something else. It's harvesting. It's something nefarious. I don't think so. Look, it says grand total number of donations. There was nine million seven hundred and twenty eight thousand donations. That's not money. That's just straight up donations. And on top of that, if I make a donation. Through the app, Samsung will match my donation. I'm telling you, dude, not everybody are fucking elitists drinking the blood of babies like <laughs> Apple. I am not even saying that, but I trust your process, Jeff. Are you quoting the shirt that I know, the hoodie that I normally have on? Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's my trust your process. I love right. my process. Uh, <laughs> So I was thinking about something earlier today, and this is like one of the things I put on the board. Uh, you called me out for when I was, you know, when I was doing my emergency poop, um, just collectibles, right? Things, things to collect. Like mm-hmm. when I grew up, uh, going to places like the expo, it always, it always like stuck out to me that you would go to the expo and you'd see all these like cool collectibles. And then as I got older, um, people would like talk about how they collect old Star Wars figures or like the original Ninja Turtles action figures and shit like that. And these are all things I had, you know, mm-hmm. and my brothers had, they were all over the house. And then when they moved out, they just kind of were mine. I had all the Ninja Turtles things. I had the Technodrome. I had everything. That shit today worth money. Right. And I feel like a lot of people saw that and kind of always went, you know, oh, I want to collect things too. So then they started collecting. And then it became more like I'm going to collect this, but I'm not even going to open the package. I'm going to make it worth its its most valuable, you know, the the most value it can be. I think that I don't know. I guess it got me thinking like are collectibles even going to be is it going to be the same 
because back in the day, nobody bought those with the intention on collecting them. A lot less people bought them, less were sold, so they're worth more now. Nowadays, everybody's just buying them with the intention of making them collectibles. I don't feel like it's going to do anything. Yeah, I've thought about this because it's like, yeah, I, I think when it comes to collections and collectibles, it really has become more of a, this is just the thing that I'm a dork about. I think it's yeah. a lot less anymore about like, this is worth so much effing money. I mean, you're going to have certain things like, you know, I have a original GI Joe from 1943. That's, you know, still in, the Nazi hunting gear or whatever the fuck, you know, and, uh, uh, and that's worth a a bazillion dollars, but every other GI Joe in my collection is worth absolutely nothing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's to me, it's like, it's more about the love of the thing. Yeah. Well, I, I totally agree with that. Like there are people that collect things because they like collecting them. And there are the people that collect them with the intent on making sure they're worth money later. I, I guess that's where I was going with that. I don't think those people, I think they're in for a rude awakening when 30 years from now. Yes, I agree. You know, a, a, a quantifiable, a 4X times the amount were sold. So they're not worth shit. Like they're just common. Yep. You know, things are worth money because they're rare. I like totally shit, agree. they drop a new action figure and it sells out immediately. What's that tell you? It means there's the maximum number out there of them, and it's probably ninety five percent people that are just collecting them. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking about this because I think it's it's uh, on top of collector things. It's also just like the limited edition things in general, not necessarily collectors things, but like I was at the grocery store and walking past. Uh, a display for Bell's Hop Slam. And, oh shit! And and they're still selling it for eighteen dollars for a six pack. Yeah. And and like eighteen dollars for a six pack of a double IPA is only justifiable when it's like, oh shit. I heard that such and such store still had three packs left. I need to go get, I need to go spend $18 a pack for it. Not a, a end cap at a grocery store. The beer is not that good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. But the last, the last few years, as it became more available, I also feel like the recipe was not as good. Mm. And, uh, but I walked past it. And like the first thing I thought was that's not worth eighteen dollars. Yeah, because the chase is gone. Because mm, that's part of it is the chase. You're paying for the part of, part of that you're paying for is the chase. I've been chasing a fucking video card for months now. So I know that you you don't really do much of the PC stuff, but uh, Nvidia released their three thousand series GPUs. Yeah, and they are. For the first time, they are exponentially better than the previous gen. Like it used to be like you buy a video card and you're good for like a few gens, you know? Uh, this was the first time that they released it and it was like the low tier new one mm-hmm. is better than the one that cost $2,000 the year before. I mean, it, it, 
yeah, it made a lot of people mad. Now, me, it didn't really make me mad, even though I did fall into the category of people that should be mad because I bought a 2080 for like over $800. I, I spent like 850 or something on this GPU. Pop it in. Everything's good. Literally three months later, they announced the 3000 series. It had a lot of people looking around going, holy shit, you're telling me that this new video card that is $499 not only outperforms my 850 one I just bought, it also outperforms this $2,000 card that people just bought. Yeah, like, that's so pretty I can shitty. see why like a lot of people were pissed off about it. And me, I didn't care. Um, I just like, whatever, I'll just, I'll just buy that one too. Um, but you're correct. <laughs> it's the rarity that that's what makes something collectible. You can't say something's collectible if it's yeah. Well, well I mean everything you can. I, I think it's all it, everything's I think it goes, collectible. <laughs> yes, everything. Let's let's put it a different way. Everything's supply and demand, right? So like when the storms and shit like that in Texas were fucking us up, our gas prices. I mean, yeah. we're, I'm paying three dollars a gallon. Like I don't know if that's everywhere, but like uh, it's pretty high up here too. I heard I heard it was kind of high everywhere. Like I started, that's another thing I started looking into on the EIA website. You can download the data for all the gas dating back to like 1990 in a spreadsheet, and it's like all sectioned off. You can look at different, you know, grades, or you can look at like the the uh, average between all of the grades. And so I did a bunch of research on gas prices the same time, just wanting to look. Which, by the way. If nobody's using it, like everybody should be like looking at the data on the EIA website. Like they, they just report, like that's it. It's just factual reports of data allowing you to make your own assessment. They have a really cool interactive uh, map that shows like where uh, energy is made and like who consumes it. Like there's a lot of cool shit on there. And instead of people just repeating things on the internet, uh, and what got me like, what got me you know, hype the other day specifically was gas prices. There's a, there's a picture going around that has, it's from Texas. Cause you can read like where they purchased the gas. And it was like, they wrote on the left receipt, Trump in office. And they wrote on the right receipt, Biden in office. And then, you know, roughly the same amount of gas, but it was a good $30 difference because they had a, obviously a huge truck. It was like, 40 gallons of gas or some shit and it got me thinking like do people just not realize that gas fluctuates like have people just become so partisan about everything that they have forgot that there's just normal shit that happens in the world like gas fluctuating and that economics is a real thing your little camera almost fall i kicked the thing i was sitting on oh gotcha uh it just got me thinking like People are so hungry to make everything a partisan issue that, like, they don't even research why things are the way they are. Mm -hmm. Like, that person that posted that, either they were, either they understand what they're doing and they're creating, you know, that divide. They're trying to make this a a issue that it's not. Or people actually just don't understand how the fucking world works and they don't ever, they don't understand that everything really is supply and demand from my video card to gas to, you know, beer that you were talking about, you know, everything is supply and demand. That is literally the way the world works. Well, it doesn't help that you have, you know, a lot of people don't understand that. And they really do think that the president determines what the gas price is. 
Can and, I also say that they think the pipeline had something to do with it? Yes. And so that's another thing. But this this is the problem. This is people are being fed misinformation and it's and it is spreading like wildfire. We're in an era where nobody can decide on what the truth is and nobody can hang on to it. And so and it doesn't help then when you get a president in office who says gas prices are down. Thank you. You could thank President Trump, you know, talking about himself right. in the third person. Or when Biden goes into office, gas prices will go up. You know, it doesn't help when you got the uh, the commander in chief reinforcing the bullshit that is not true at all but, amongst but the people the who tr- is, trust him the most. The other thing is, is like he can actually say that and he can say that with a straight face because it's true. It Like when I pulled the data. I looked at gas prices in January for the last like 20 years. They always go up in January. Gas prices go down in December Mm -hmm. and they go up in January. It is, it has happened as a trend for at least 20 years. So he can, he can say that. Yeah. But they interpret it as it's because of him. Mm -hmm. That's the whole fucking thing is like, I, I never thought Trump was a stupid person. I think he's a very smart person. He has been around business, and whether we like it or not, America's. A I business. completely agree. He he's been around business and knows some inner workings and how to get around things. He knows how to not pay taxes, shit like that. He's he's not a dumb person, but he knows also how to say things and manipulate people to where they think he means one thing, yep. while he factually said something true. It's not. It wasn't the intention mm-hmm. that they took it as post-truth era that we live in yeah dude it's fucking crazy it's only gonna get worse absolutely so i guess uh i almost drug us back into fucking politics for a minute and you could tell i was like starting to get hype because i have a lot of family who legitimately believe in all that shit like they believe that biden shutting down the pipeline i'm like y'all realize the fucking pipeline was just a shortcut like that's it they were just you know all that shit was getting shipped overseas (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. We're already the fucking largest producer of crude oil. Like, we're good. Like, let us just be good for a while with all the things that Obama set in place for us. Um, I I was reminded of a story that was like, it was so funny to me. Um, Kids and just like how they think so, I don't know, so innocently about everything, right? So like I'm watching a weird animal show i don't know what the fuck it is it's something my wife has on watching this animal show and they're going uh to the doctor because the dog's having some kind of problem turns out the dog's a hermaphrodite okay uh so they they're telling the story they're explaining to the person like what that really means uh hayden comes in the room and he's asking kind of uh, he's asking a couple questions he's like hey what's wrong with this dog and uh, we're like, just listen, like listen to the show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, and they're, you know, they're explaining how the dog has like both, you know, both reproductive sets and all that good stuff. And it's a hermaphrodite. They hadn't mentioned the word hermaphrodite in a little bit. They're just explaining the actual, uh, you know, thing that's happening inside the dog's body. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what this is. That dog's a Hebrew. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and what? I was like, yeah, I was. It was so fucking funny. That's hilarious. 
because I I knew he like legitimately thought he had an aha moment. Yeah. And uh what he meant and he even got the H right. <laughs> but he said Hebrew. That's really uh, funny. Yeah, and I feel like things like that, that type of weird slippage that like you know, where you you generally meant nothing by it, but that kind of slip, that is what gets people canceled nowadays. Yeah, Hayden's canceled cr- by us. Yeah, I mean it's it's crazy to me that 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 will get you fucking canceled. Um we like briefly, did we briefly talk about that Disney star that got canceled? Yeah, we did. I wasn't sure, but I mean, you know. I don't know. I feel like there's a, a lot that could be said there. I it, feel like that one, I could be swayed either way on that one. In the, in the fact of the matter of that one is Di- Disney does bow to uh liberal uh agenda. I, I mean, yeah. that, that's Disney's whole, whole vibe. So of course, as an employer, they're going to have a problem with loudmouth conservatives saying loudmouth conservative things and yeah. uh no should she have been fired up uh, over it i don't think so i don't even I think don't it think was so. that inappropriate that being said she cancel was, culture this, has spoken this wasn't the first time you know it, it she had been warned by her employer it wasn't like yeah. they just sprung it on her you know, it was turned into a big culture war thing, and that's what it is. It's just good money for everybody. Do you remember that rapper I talked about a long time ago called Tom McDonald? Yeah. Okay. That dude, he's been annoying the shit out of me for at least a year now. So it started out like when I first found him, I was impressed by, like, holy shit, this dude actually, like, he can write. Like, his bars are are solid. Even mm-hmm. though I don't always agree with everything he's saying, like, his ability to manipulate words and wordplay, it's really fucking good. And I can always appreciate that. And I think that's what I always appreciated about him. As time goes on, that dude gets more cringy and clickbaity. And I, he most recently put out some song. And I got to be honest, I, I don't pay too much attention anymore. Like sometimes when it comes out, my re, my release radar on Spotify, like I'll I'll let it play because I tend to let everything on the release radar play. I, I want to give everything a fair shake and it thinks I should hear it. So I'm like, all right. He's said some things lately that I've just been like, man, you are really starting to play to the kind of like conservative. You're trying to like kind of play into the conservative crowd a lot more this whole like straight white male type shit he's got he literally has a song called straight white male uh but then again he's always tiptoed around and been very uh opinionated and spoken out about like injustice Mm -hmm. lately it's been more about he'll say everything that plays into the conservative straight white male and then go but that's not what we should focus on. It should actually be the government and how the government's fucking everybody. Uh, and it's like the all lives matter argument all over again, right? Yeah. And it's like nobody's saying that. Get out of here right. with that shit. So fast forward, I saw that this motherfucker did an interview with Fox News. Like he he finally caught the attention mm-hmm. of Fox News who did an interview like praising him for this song. And I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. If that's not bad enough, another week or two later, he just put out like the King of Kings fucking song where he literally goes into a 
why are we yelling black lives matter shouldn't don't we agree that all lives matter like he goes uh, into a whole fucking thing and i'm just like dude you've been progressively getting more cringy canceled yeah no he he's not gonna be he's gonna be martyred he's gonna be no, I'm a new I'm fucking canceling. symbol oh yeah you i mean it, it only matters what you say anyway so yep uh music in general though music has been on fire on my fucking release radar for number one zone zero hit it last week yeah dude so good job boys um and then this week that band distant uh hit my release radar and i let the song play and i was fucking loving the song this shit is i mean wild yeah i was loving it i had never heard of this band which is crazy all the algorithms and abilities to discover music i've listened to 50 bands that sound on the verge of this band and I have not come across this band. They are from the Netherlands. I think half of them are from Slavia and half of them are from Netherlands. Um, the drummer and vocalist are, I want to say, two of the newer additions to the band. And they both came from a band. Um, oh, God. What was that band called? Uh, it's called like Quiet Shrills or some shit like it. It's, I can't think of the band name, but. They are two distinct members that stick out in this band as being really good. Like drummer's fucking awesome. Vocalist is yeah, awesome. Um, but they came from that band. This song is absolutely crazy. And number one, I see you put it on the board. I can't read what you put on there and and he'll listen to you say wild. I, I cannot I can't get what you think about it. So number one, what did you think about that song specifically? It, it, I, the only way I could describe it was extreme. Like it, it, the thing, cause I had heard one other song by them before, uh, that came out a couple of months ago. There's a video for it and it's yeah. also insane. And, yeah, um, they both have the same kind of vibe. There's some yeah. similarities between. And so this, I first found out about them on that Spotify playlist that we had talked about, the heavy beatdown mm-hmm. or whatever. And because heavy beatdown playlists used to be shit like harm's way. Right. And, and then, and then it got like, and like Zabalba and things like that. And then it got more in, into the slam side. So then it was all slam was essentially the slam worldwide playlist. And it went further in that direction and then started bringing in like this weird new type of like progressive, almost gent, almost new metal almost uh uh deathcore it's just like this weird mix and i and i just i decided today i'm calling it extreme new metal because i feel like it is firmly the ideas are firmly rooted in new metal i think like you listen to the vocals yes they're death metal vocals that are use like run through pitch shifters and and layered and it's like super crazy but it's still like still like the vocal patterns are like it's still jonathan davis doing scat you know it's those patterns it's firmly rooted in those grooves and stuff like that and it's just but to me the mo of the music is it, it starts extreme and then it only continues to descent descend into being more extreme and i don't know that i like it <laughs> because it's, I, it's, I, I know you do it. and i want to hear why uh, uh but it, it, to me it's too much 
to me, it's, it's everything is turned to 11 and then the compressor is turned all the way up too. So nothing has room. Everything is as loud as everything else at the same time. And it is so wild. So speaking about that particular record, uh, I don't know that I love the recording of that record. Um, and I'm always, I'm, I always listen to records like that and I go, can they actually all pull this off live? Right. So then it, it started me on this whole, like, I'm going to go find it. I found the vocalist doing vocals, um, you know, just in a room. It was like a, a cell phone picture mm. of him in the studio doing like vocal outtakes. That dude is, no bigger than you. And when I hear dudes doing vocals with lows like that, I just never think it's going to be small dudes. You're a small dude. Yeah. You're thin. You're not small. You're what? Fucking six one or something. But, uh, I never think that those type of, I, I picture, I picture dudes that look like they're in the band crowbar. Like that's the only type of sure. guy who could possibly pull this vocal off. Nah, little ass dude looks like a teenager. I'm like, holy shit. Okay. So that's number one. So already I go, damn. Okay, so this isn't just a bunch of, you know, studio tricks. It's not programming drums and shit like that because I found the drummer and he's fucking good. He is so good. And his other, his uh, other music, it's not, it does not have the same recording as this. It sounds a little more like, sounds more old school, traditional, like, but he's just as fucking good over here. I watched a video of him play. Okay, he's actually pulling all this off. Already, I like the band more because I give extra points to these bands who can actually play their own shit that it's not all, you know, it's not all the compressor on 10 and the fucking, you know, I, I program these drums. Uh, the only thing I don't like about it is there is a point in low guitars and when when it becomes too I, low I was, of a guitar. I was going to come back. I was going to come back to this. So I'm glad it, you're It becomes... You're yeah, it becomes it, you cannot possibly record it. It's, it probably sounds awesome live. It probably sounds, but you cannot record it and capture the same thing you can if you're just in like A or G. Like they're lower. They're it, in at least F. And that's that's what I was getting at is that it is almost completely atonal. Not only musically, like where there's almost no music. It's really percussive. You know, uh Yeah. And so it's almost atonal musically, but it's also atonal, like tonally, uh, like it, it, like the guitar tone is so low and so processed. It sounds like it doesn't even sound like a genty sound. It sounds like someone's hitting a wet tom that's tuned down. I, I agree. It's just crazy. I, I agree. I agree to an extent for sure. I, I That's my problem with that recording is the guitars. Do you listen? Have you listened to? I said I, I changed it because I don't think this is, you know, this is the music you're going to go back to repeatedly. But uh, bands like Body Snatcher. Uh, I, I listen to that stuff sometimes. So Body Snatcher, I fucking love. Like, I love everything about that band. I love the, they did what this band does, just 100% right. They just released a new song as well. Um, and it's everything I love. Now, going back to Distant for a minute. The thing that got me is something that I have done in so many of my songs. And I got this from Recon. And I'm sure Recon wasn't the first group to do this, but 
that Welcome to Viper City. So track two, it starts out and it's like that build up kind of mosh part. Mm -hmm. And then before it comes in, it changes tempo by like 10 BPM. Yeah. Absolute favorite thing to do in heavy music for me. There's nothing to me that is more exciting for some reason than building something up and then starting that riff at a different tempo. Yeah. I fucking love it. I've done it in countless tracks. And, you know, I think it goes back to we used to play a breakdown and then you play the breakdown slower and then you play the breakdown even slower. I love that too. I don't love that as much as the tempo change though. And yeah. this band and both of the tracks, so the one you probably heard a couple months ago and this one, does that. They are un, unprompted, not unprompted, what's the word I'm looking for? They do not notify you <laughs> before this tempo change happens. Yeah. Nothing indicates it's about to happen. And that gets me just like total music boner. I agree. Also, you sent me that uh, other thing that I wanted to come out that left to vanish. Yeah. Because somebody else had told me to listen to that band too. I guess that's like a metalcore band that's been around like since the old days. Yeah. Uh, and, um, but it's funny because we were just talking about that mind power band a couple weeks ago. And this is another band that now has the singer from a life once lost, the same, same mm. singer. And it sounds a lot like that, but a little bit moshier. And I, uh, yes. I, I those two songs are fucking hard. Yeah. Holy absolutely. shit. <clears throat> Another one to hit, hit release radar. And once I heard it, I was like, Oh, this might be one Colin and I agree on. Oh, dude. I, I'm all about that style. That Good. shit hits hard. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Colin, unless you have trivial things that I do. bother you i do do you uh, we should we should end with this because uh it's a good trivial thing hit me fucking recording interfaces like on the phone like like uh, i'm interfa- uh, interfacing with the recording on the other end i was trying to pay a bill on on the phone because okay. i was trying to pay a a credit card bill through the credit cards app. And that was a fucking up. It wasn't letting me connect my checking account to it. Okay. So see, I was like, just call. I always have to call. I'm like, okay. So I call and I'm, I'm just interacting with this fucking robot. Yeah. Phone thing. Why can't we get that right? Why, why? That's what I just don't understand. Like, like Cash App can put money directly in my bank account in three seconds. Uh, I, you know, I can, I can pull out my phone and I can message Rowan on Discord on his computer because he's on it. You know, I like, I, all of this stuff. I can say, Hey, Alexa, and a bunch of devices in my house will listen to me and, and understand what I say. Why can't, the goddamn phone interfaces have any of that learning, that machine learning. Why can't they just, uh, it's so frustrating to me. It, it, like <clears throat> I was furious. Sierra was like literally saying, calm down. You're yelling at your commands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would almost argue. And I'm aware how trivial this is. No, this is, this is not trivial. This is it's actually incredibly trivial. We could probably have a whole conversation on this because I, I've thought about this several times. So I, I'm going to try and relate this. I'm going to, I'm going to give you a story and I'll, I'll tell you how I, I think it's related. So my mom often has issues with her telephone line. 
like a landline, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, she'll be the first to mention, we can do, we can put people on the moon. I can't get my phone line right. I'm like, it's because more fucking people care about fixing the problems in that space. You, you are on a phone line, right? Mm-hmm. That is a dying thing. Uh-huh. It, it's like, it's almost like when we used to talk about social media and you said you love Twitter. And I said, why the fuck would I love Twitter? I'll go to Instagram if I want photos. Yeah, sure. I can go to Facebook and do all of it. I can write words only. I can post pictures. I can do everything over here. So why wouldn't that be the billion-dollar application? Because it does all the things. Mm-hmm. Telephone line is a fucking telephone line that's in your house. You can't take it. You can't like leave with that. Why would you not just get a cell phone? Again, you can pay over the phone. But you have a phone. Why wouldn't you just pay on the website? Like, why wouldn't you pay through an app? I feel like this is a section of the industry that has to be provided. It just has to be because mm-hmm. of accessibility or some kind of other thing. Mm-hmm. But it's a forgotten about space. Nobody cares because who the fuck makes phone payments? Now, you are making a phone payment, which blows Because my mind. of the goddamn app. The app wouldn't connect to my bank account. And this is consistently a problem with this app. I'm not even going to name it. Uh, this is consistently then, a problem. Then I pose the question, is it really the telephone system? Is it really the app? Maybe it's just the company who has all the problems. Maybe. But I feel like I feel like any telephone system I connect with, I have a hard time with. Maybe I'm just impatient, which is also probably very true. But – the other thing, and this is the answer to your question. Yes, is it a? It's a forgotten about space. I I agree with that. That is actually a really easy answer to this question. Is it's just forgot about space. So I'm. This is free. A telecommunications companies, you can have this one for free. <laughs> well, not telecommunications companies. You can have this for companies free. who accept phone payments. You already have chatbots on your website. Just connect the input to the microphone and the output to the earpiece. And invest <laughs> invest in some voice recognition software. You have all yeah, the machine they, learning at your fingertips. Say natu- wor- natural language. Work if you're this big corporation that I was dealing with, PayPal. Uh, I there I said it. Uh, this corporation I was dealing with. You've got the machine learning there, guys. Just uh, wire it up. Say powered <laughs> the- by Alexa. I don't give a shit. <laughs> The uh, the large company I work for has it. Our shit's really smart. You can talk to it in 100% natural language. It can determine what the fuck you want to do. You it, can authenticate it, it, yourself by voice. It does voice recognition to authenticate yourself. Yeah, and, and you know what? So. And that's the thing. And you guys have shown that you can do something with the space that makes it a good experience for customers. You would think that the company that was founded by Elon Musk would do that, but it doesn't. So, yeah. All right. Well, I hope they're listening. I hope they are listening to this podcast. Listen, e- members Elon of Musk, PayPal. Yeah, fucking yeah, Elon. Call your buddies. You guys are listening. Call your buddies. At us. At We'd be happy to have you on as a guest. <laughs> Stupid. You, you could smoke your joint on our fucking podcast. Stupid. All right. I think that's it. We're ready to wrap up. Yeah. Episode seventy-three. Emergency poops. Emergency poops. Peace.